This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. Future Talk, the whole edition, with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkas on Pulse 95. Ramadan Kareem and welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse95. This is Future Talk with a little bit of a twist. First off, because it is the first episode for Future Talk in the holy month of Ramadan, but also because we're coming to you with Future Talk Home Edition. This is where Hani and I are discussing with you all these stories about what is happening in the digital world from gadgets, applications, artificial intelligence, and robotics from the comfort of our own home to make sure that you are also being entertained during your quarantine period. I hope your fast is going well, it's not been difficult, and I hope that you are spending as much time as you can with your loved ones, whether that was virtually or while keeping social distancing alive between us. But to get into our stories, we have lots in store for today, starting with the UAE. A big achievement happened this weekend for the UAE, not on Earth, but rather in space because the UAE Hope Probe just launched and arrived at its site in Japan and we're going to be giving you all the updates on that but around the world Apple is finding no evidence that hackers exploited the iPhone and iPad email flaw. This has been a huge discussion um, over the weekend because there is one researcher who found out that the iPhone and iPad mail app, the one that we constantly use day in and day out, could be causing a lot of unwanted visitors actually spying on your phone and we're going to be giving you a few details on that one too but in our tech this out segment we're going to be talking about facebook and zoom competing with one another because facebook is taking on zoom with its new messenger rooms and one tiny secret is the fact that there's going to be no time limit but could zoom be also jumping on that bandwagon make sure you stay tuned to find out Um, around the world muslims are digitally celebrating ramadan through virtual iftars through virtual prayers and we're going to be giving you the latest on that Ramadan 2020 is bringing back with it lots and lots of good deeds. And this is exactly why we're going to also be talking about Instagram bringing back their hashtag month of good initiative. So to find out about all of this, make sure you stay tuned right here on Future Talk, only on Pulse95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE and around the world. In the UAE, we were celebrating a great achievement this weekend because the UAE Mars probe has been transferred from its base site right here in the heart of the UAE to its launch site on the Tanegashima Island in Japan. And honestly, the video of the 83-hour long mission is just phenomenal to watch. So I do advise all of you to hop on to their Twitter account for the Mohammed bin Rashid Space Center and see it for yourself. But let me give you a little bit of a description of what was happening. A team of Emirati engineers uh, were working on this launch for 
many, many months. Um, despite the COVID-19 actually it's suspending international travel, this Mars Hope probe was still set to launch when it did. Now, the engineers were actually wearing and sticking to all the precautionary measures from face masks to wearing gloves um, and maintaining social distancing as they were going around their day-to-day -day activities with it, making sure that this probe is actually ready for the launch. Now, the probe is actually forming the core of the Emirates Mars mission, which will be launched hopefully in July this year, inshallah. It's expected to reach the Red Planet in the first quarter of 2021, which will mark the golden jubilee of the Emirates Union back in 1971. Um, now, there's definitely been a lot of pride uh, looking at this accomplishment because even though there has been so many restrictions due to the COVID-19 situation, the Mars mission is still in action. And, you know, there have been very tough global travel conditions. The engineers are still working very hard so that they can make sure that they're completing the region's top space science project when it was supposed to happen. Now, the probe was developed actually in less than six years instead of 10 and at half of the cost. So not only is it cost efficient, but it has also been uh, created and developed in a phenomenal time span, only six years. Um, but this probe is definitely representing a turning point for all of us, whether we're Arabs or the Islamic world that we're talking about in the space sector. This is marking a huge achievement because reaching Mars is not only a scientific goal, but it actually sends a message to our Arab youth that we are capable and that hope is transcending the distance between Earth and the skies. Now, this probe will be launched from the Tanagashima Space Center in Japan, and its journey is expected to take from seven to nine months. So it's going to be hopefully launched in July and seven to nine months from then. Now, for those of you who don't know, the Hope probe is uh, called al-amal in arabic which you know is the meaning of it uh, to give the arab uh, region and the islamic region hope for what is to come whether it was on earth or in the sky but it's definitely gonna hopefully become the first to provide a complete picture of what live on mars is looking like what are the different layers on this planet? And it will definitely answer key questions about what the environment is like. What is it like to lose hydrogen and oxygen gases in space? Can we survive that? Um, and the spacecraft will also be collecting more than a thousand gigabytes of new data on Mars. And this is actually the first of its kind uh, data collection that will then be stored at the specialized national center um, and shared with the global scientific community for free. Free knowledge equals more research to see if Mars could possibly become our new home one day. But around the world, we're talking all about Apple because this weekend, there has been a lot of controversy on whether Apple's mail application is safe for us to use or not. Now, for those of you who don't know, there has been a major security flaw found in Apple's iPhones and iPads, and that is the fact that hackers can now actually exploit a bug in the mail application and have access to all of your photos and all of your information without you even knowing. The bug was actually discovered by a San Francisco-based uh, mobile security forensics company called ZecOps. Now, ZecOps were actually investigating a cyber attack against a client that took place back in 2019. And they found that at least 
six cybersecurity break-ins were done through this vulnerability, through your mail app. You know, it's an application that we use day in and day out, not giving it a second thought on whether it's secure or not. And that's all because Apple is known for their uh, very high security uh, levels and measures. It's very hard to hack into a MacBook, even though it has become more and more, uh, we've seen it more and more often nowadays. But looking at this uh, hack that happened, it was not the first one, as I mentioned. It happened at least six times before that one. And uh, to execute the hack, uh, this company was saying that uh, the user would actually be sent a completely blank email message through the mail app. So you're not gonna find anything suspicious. You're only gonna get an empty email that will, once you open it, it's gonna force your phone to crash and reset. The minute it crashes, this is opening the door for all those unwanted guests and visitors, AKA hackers, to steal all of your data on the device, any photos, any contact details, and this is where the virus moves from your phone to all of your friends or relatives phones now apple said that it actually found no evidence of cyber criminals exploiting uh, these vulnerabilities in its email app for the iphone and ipad but this software is being used by hundreds of millions of people worldwide and they're definitely going to be looking into what can they do uh, to fix all of these mail issues so they launched an investigation and they said that the mail issues themselves were insufficient to allow any attacker to bypass all of their built-in security, all of their high security measures. And they said that they will be finding a fix soon, which will hopefully come with their next uh, iOS update. This is what Apple typically does. Once it finds a bug, it will immediately launch a new software update to make sure that it's fixed. Now they're thoroughly investigating uh, the researchers report and all of the information that was provided to them through this forensic uh, mobile security forensic company and they did say that the issues do not pose any immediate risk on all of us users so we could go ahead and continue using the application but right here in the uae uh, we were advised to try and avoid using the mail app as much as we can until the new update is launched better be safe than sorry so if you could go ahead and download your dedicated mail app if you use google mail or gmail download the gmail app uh, if you were using Outlook, simply try and use the web uh, version of it and try to avoid using the mail app as much as you can. A new update is definitely going to be seen soon and the collaboration with security researchers is also helping Apple make sure that us users are safe and sound from all those cyber threats, which are definitely becoming increasingly popular with COVID-19. We're going to be keeping you up to date with all that arises from this story, but we're going to be coming back to talk about Facebook and Zoom competing with one another. We all know Zoom by now, we've all downloaded it, and we're all basically relying on it, whether it was for school meetings, school class sessions, or work meetings. But could Facebook become the new Zoom? Make sure you stay tuned to find out about all this and more right here on Future Talk, only on Pulse95. You're, You're listening, listening to, to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Check this out. Check this out. Pulse 95.
Can you imagine that there was a time when Zoom was not the app on everyone's tongues? Yes, you heard it right because we never some people never knew that Zoom even existed even though it, the app has been around since 2012. But the use of Zoom has definitely boomed ever since the COVID-19 pandemic has forced all of us to either work from home or study from home. But guess who's becoming a little bit jealous or may I say very very jealous? Facebook, because they are very worried at the popularity of Zoom in those social distancing times. Zoom can allow up to 100 people to join a video meeting from the comfort of their own home. And this is exactly why Facebook decided to up its game and announced the launch of their messenger rooms. These messenger rooms can allow group video calls of up to 50 people but there's the catch, they have no time limit. Now, Zoom in the past had a time limit of 40 minutes, so you can have a meeting continuously, even record it for up to 40 minutes. After the 40 minutes are over, then you'll have to end the call and start a new one if you're not subscribed to their premium version. Nowadays, what I've noticed is they are allowing free uh, no time limit calls. I'm not sure how many you're offered as a, an unsubscribed user, but now with the new Facebook feature, people might just be more, you know, more lured into using it because you can actually create a room right from your Facebook Messenger app and invite anyone to join the video call, even if they don't have a Facebook account, which is again, another plus because with Zoom, you do need to have an account, a Google account, or even an account on Zoom itself for you to be able to use this feature. Now in the Facebook Messenger rooms, you can actually, as a user, post links to your newsfeed or even to any of your Facebook groups or any of your Facebook pages if you own them. Um, when you create a room, you choose who can see it and who can join it. So that again also touches upon another uh, flaw that Zoom has, which has been their Zoom bombing. There has been many issues with hackers attending sessions that they were never invited to. Uh, sending content, uh, provocative content on these chats. Uh, and they have launched a new update for Zoom, the Zoom 5.0, which has caused uh, the host of the call himself or herself to have to allow all of the participants into the calling room instead of just anyone joining at their own time. But back to Facebook Messenger, because using this app, when you create a room, a messenger room, uh, you can actually remove people from that call. You can lock the room if you don't want anyone else to enter. So it's definitely going to be very high on privacy measures. If your friends or communities create rooms that are also open to you, you will see them pop up on your Facebook newsfeed. So you can find things to do and people to hang out with while still maintaining social distancing. When you are invited to a room, you can actually join it from your phone or your computer. You don't need to download anything to get started. But if you have the Messenger app, you'll get a little bit of a plus because you can actually play with their augmented reality effects like the bunny ears, um, the new AI powered features that they're launching like the immersive 360 backgrounds and their mood lighting. Now Messenger Rooms is rolling out in some countries like the US this week, but it will expand to the rest of the world very, very soon. So make sure uh, you stay up to date with that one and we'll definitely keep you updated too. According to Facebook, between WhatsApp and Facebook Messenger, 
Messenger, more than 700 million accounts are participating in calls every single day. In many countries, video calling on Messenger and WhatsApp has doubled uh, ever since everyone has been trying to quarantine due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Views on Facebook Live and Instagram uh, Live videos has increased dramatically in March and in April ever since the lockdown happened because everyone is trying to virtually connect with one another and this is again another reason why Instagram actually decided or has been uh, deciding on whether they want to move all of the Instagram lives to their IGTV simply to make use of those lives instead of them disappearing after 24 hours they'll be accessible to all viewers at any time so let me know slide into our dms on instagram at pulse95 radio would you be more inclined to use facebook's new messenger rooms or would you rather stick to your well-known zoom i'm interested to see how many people would rather go for zoom i think i think i'd be more inclined to go for facebook messenger just because of their security measures zoom has had many privacy and security issues they're having over 200 million users users and new users ever since the beginning of March so that's a huge number that they have not been very well equipped for they're definitely trying their best to update their application to make sure that it is safe but at the end of the day whatever video chat platform you are using it's definitely helping you stay connected with your loved ones especially during this holy month of Ramadan we may not be able to necessarily have iftars uh, our iftars with you know all of our family all of our extended members of the family but with a video meeting application everything is becoming possible we're going to be coming back to talk to you about how Muslims and all of us right here in the UAE and around the world are digitally celebrating Ramadan under quarantine. How are we protecting ourselves from Zoom bombers? All this and more is coming up right here on Future Talk, only on Pulse95. You're listening to Pulse95. Pulse95. Take this out. Take this out. Ramadan is definitely my favorite time of the year and I'm sure it is the same for many of you all. Um, It's usually highlighted by all the iftars that we have together, whether it was with our friends and beloved ones or even whether it was with our family members. We all get to come together and have a great meal, share it with each other without any distractions or at least we hope without any distractions. Um, And I think the best part about Ramadan are usually the late night taraweeh prayers that we would typically have in the mosque um, and even our preparations for suhoor. All of the family tries to pitch in and create some form of dish that we would all be excited to enjoy at uh, sometime after midnight. So to to me, at least in my family, it would typically be at around 3 a.m. if Fajr prayers are at 4 a.m. But this Ramadan is a little bit different. It's definitely bittersweet to see a complete change and shift in the way we're celebrating it, but it's also opening us up to different opportunities and it's making us appreciate technology a lot more. This Ramadan, our tables may be missing the members of our extended family physically, but they can also be connected with us virtually through any of the video chat applications that we have grown to love at this time of the pandemic. This pandemic has definitely shown us how creative humans can be. Even though we are all trying to social distance, 
many people are actually trying to come up with ways on how they can stay virtually connected. One example is a website called Remote Iftar. So Remote Iftar is actually trying to pair up groups of people to share a meal over Zoom. So the main goal is to bring people together, not to only break bread virtually, but to also share their thoughts, how they're feeling. You know, especially with quarantine days, the days of the week could actually merge with one another. You don't know what day it is. You don't know what a weekend would feel like because all the days feel the same. And sometimes it helps to talk about it to someone. And this is exactly what this website is doing. The beauty of Ramadan iftars though, is not just being invited to one, but also hosting one. And while we can't necessarily do that physically, there are many online platforms that are allowing us to do those digitally. So maybe you can actually go ahead and host a digital iftar with your friends or beloved ones. Uh, many people around the world have been doing that and it's definitely have given those people a sense of excitement, a sense of normalcy to know that today there is a plan for the day, a plan of what to do for this iftar. Um, it's very important for us to connect with one another during this holy month simply because this is what we grew up doing, you know, gathering up to break our fast is what has been the norm and we can still keep that norm with our beloved ones by implementing all of these uh, different virtual and uh, video chat platforms that we've happened to learn how to get accustomed to. A lot of people have actually also been doing many virtual Quran recitations before iftar and after it. There are so many online platforms that allow us to uh, understand the different meanings of the Quran verses whether it was uh, whether it was in English or any other language. There are many apps out there, one of them being uh, Khitma, which allows you to see the translations of the verses. But many people have actually been trying to create Friday services through digital spaces, all hosted on Zoom or even Facebook Messenger. These are just a few ideas and a few thoughts of how people around the world have been trying to have technology become their new best friend this holy month. Share with us your thoughts. What are some things that you have been doing during this quarantine to make sure that you're still being connected to your loved ones and your friends? Slide into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio on Instagram and I'll be more than happy to share my ideas with you too. Coming up, we're going to be talking about what Instagram is doing to celebrate uh, this month of goodness. Hashtag month of good initiative is back and we're going to be telling you all about it. So make sure you stay tuned right here on Future Talk, only on Pulse95. This is Pulse95. Pulse95. All around. What's worth a click and download? We've talked a lot about Instagram this episode of Future Talk. Um, we've talked about how Instagram lives have been booming ever since we've all been quarantining. It's like every social media influencer has decided that they want to share every piece of wisdom that is on their minds with their followers. But in the holy month of Ramadan, Instagram is trying to contribute to the acts of kindness. They are bringing back their hashtag month of good initiative this year. Um, they're making their global initiative month of good for a second year now and they're inviting all of us users of Instagram to go ahead and come together and spread kindness. Now we are all living in a new reality that is keeping all of our loved ones apart during this holy month. But as I've mentioned before, we can definitely stay connected virtually. And this is what Instagram is trying to do. It's trying to inspire all of us to do and share good deeds 
not to show off, but to encourage others to do the same. So Instagram is starting out their uh, acts of goodness, whether big or small, they're encouraging all of us to go ahead and do them while using the hashtag month of good. So it can be anything simple like giving thanks to healthcare professionals, posting a positive comment to someone you love, or hosting a virtual iftar that will bring together friends and families from around the world. Just don't forget to use the hashtag month of good so that they can also recognize it during their Insta stories. They've also put together a few ideas on how we can spread kindness on Instagram so that we can inspire all of our followers, all of our friends and and loved ones. Um, So they're definitely bringing back their Instagram Ramadan camera effect lantern, um, which is featuring uh, an icon that is associated with Ramadan. So it has both the crescent that we all have grown to love and the lantern that is present in many of our homes at the moment. They're also gonna be including greetings in English, Arabic, Bahasa, Turkish, and Farsi. Um, They can all be found when you search for lantern in camera effects. Throughout this month, Instagram will also feature content creators from around the world who will be sharing their key Ramadan moment. So you have many social media influencers like Huda Qattan who is going to be kicking off the month with a feed post on Instagram citing what kindness means to her and who she is challenging to take this message forward. This could be taken in whatever way you want. So you don't necessarily need to come up on an Instagram live and talk about, you know, what kindness means to you. You could go ahead and show it through actions, giving out uh, maybe letters of kindness to any grocery delivery um, man or any uh, delivery restaurant delivery employee that comes to your door. Or just simply telling them thank you, since we're all trying to social distance and don't want to spread any of our germs. Saying thank you to them, saying thank you to healthcare professionals, uh, maybe giving thanks whenever we can uh, to our family, to our loved ones, calling up a friend every now and then to check on how they're doing throughout quarantine. You can take this Ramadan and turn it into any act of kindness in whatever way suits you best. Also, by encouraging those around you to do the same. Future Talk is coming to an end, but we will be returning tomorrow, same time from 2 to 3 p.m. Until then, I'm going to be leaving you in the safe hands of Aisha Mazmi and Mikhail Atiyah, who are going to be giving you a little bit of a twist on how can you spend this Ramadan while also enjoying all the TV shows and movies that are offered for this month. So make sure you stay tuned only on Pulse95. We'll see you next time. This is Pulse95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.